What's up, what's up? This is episode 14 of A Good Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Malik. Uh, back again, man, and uh, my mom is back, man. She's back in the, in the booth with me. Mom, how you, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. How you doing? I am doing well. I am uh, a little tired. But yeah, uh a long day. Long day, long week, but for the most part I'm doing pretty good. Hey, tomorrow's Friday, man. Yeah, and I still got another long oh, day, you so still work. that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Sorry. And then the day after that is Saturday, and guess what? Another long day. So <laughs> you no. Know, Fridays and Saturdays don't mean anything to me, but uh so sorry. It's been a been a good week. Had a uh had a good Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Um how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was awesome. Good food, good fellowship, good fun. It, it was great. Fellowship with it. Ain't nobody really come over. We had, we had, uh. Oh, some people I ain't never seen Uncle before. Eric and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout oh, out. Your cousin Dante. Oh, yeah. Dante. My boy Dante was here. Uh-huh. Shout out to the family. How was, uh, how was the food? Did you enjoy the food? The food was excellent. The food's always excellent. I just. For this year, I know I said it last week on the pod. I had a toothache or something was going on, so I uh, I couldn't really eat the way I wanted to. <laughs> I couldn't really enjoy the food the way I normally do. But uh, I oh yeah, I definitely tried, <laughs> but it just wasn't the same. But I was thinking about it. I was like, Thanksgiving is like the one day where it's like pretty much a lot of my favorite foods in one place. Like it's dressing out, which well, it's kind of weird because. I kind of only really ever want dressing, like, just at Thanksgiving. Like, I don't really want dressing any other day of the year. But Not I get for Christmas either? Well, I, I know we eat it for Christmas, but, like, I only really, like, know, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have it on Thanksgiving. But that's the only time I really, like, want it. Oh. Like, it's weird. That's, like, a food. But, like, green bean casserole, yams. Um, do we have, like, roast chicken? Baked. So I don't know what it was, but it was a whole lot of food that I a whole lot of food that I love. Pecan pie and ice cream. Yeah. All my favorite foods in one place and, and I could barely enjoy it, but we had ham. Yeah. Ham was good. I didn't have the ham, but You didn't have the ham? No. Mm. I uh I didn't. I could after my second plate and me struggling to eat, I kinda just gave up. And um I had to go get some some painkillers, but it was a it was a good good Thanksgiving. What was your uh your Thanksgiving standout? Um, for me, I think it was just the the family coming together and just really enjoying each other with the, you know, the games and stuff we played. That that, that stood out to me. That was that was a highlight for me. Yeah, that was pretty fun playing Uno and um, headbands. Headbands, yeah. Shout out to Cat for pulling up. Yeah. Cat pulled up, played the games, and did the pot. Yeah. So good, uh, good Thanksgiving. It was it good really Thanksgiving. Was. It was good to see Cat. I hadn't seen her in a long yeah, time. Yes, sir. How was your, uh, how's your week been this week? You know, it's it's zoomed by. I, I, tomorrow's already Friday, but um, yeah, it's been a good week. It's been productive. I've uh, I have a I got, I got a lot done. Mm-hmm. Um, just about wrapped up everything for. You know our Christmas celebration coming up, so I, I've been been grinding. So you would say it's been pretty productive. Yeah, it's been productive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just about just about finished. I just have like just a few more things, and I'm I'm done. Hey, yes, sir. Yep. Oh, I'm 
I'm excited. I'm excited to to see it all come to to life. Yeah, me too. I just, you know, working on it today and just seeing a little bit of like it made me even if more. Guys, if you guys don't know, my mom is throwing a Christmas party for her business and she's she's decorating and uh and uh putting it all together and it's been uh it's, it's coming together. She's been planning it for a while, so our house is like totally slowly it's just like turning into like a forest. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but uh, it's gonna be pretty cool. I can't wait to to next week to see it. But uh, I've had a pretty good week this week too. I got some Christmas shopping done, so I took my one and only off day to be a to be a a light and and be a giver and and go out and get gifts and so it's pretty fun. Uh, tiring a little bit, but it's fun to you know get gifts and stuff. So I am. Uh, it's been yeah. a good week. I, I loved my No, nah, no, you can't say that because people listening to this podcast, I have gifts for them and you can't give it away. Okay. Yeah, you were about to you're about to spill too much information. I was going to say no, I no. what I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I, I got your gift. I know, I got scared cuz I know sometimes my you just gift. I know sometimes you just like to go and you No, I was getting ready to say I love the gift. Oh, I, 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 I didn't know because I know sometimes you just be saying stuff and you be getting me in trouble. So, <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, man, I've, I've had a good week. I uh, I wanted to uh, you know, the topic of this pod, so some kind of backstory how I got here. I had uh, Kevin Hart dropped a new Netflix stand up, um, a special, and um. He did it from his house, which I thought was a creative idea because yeah. he's, you know, he's like a, a musician. Like you can't really tour and travel, so right. you got to come up with some ways to work and, and get some money. Even I'm sure he's not dying for money, but you know, I'm sure work is something that he wants to do. So he had a stand-up special from his house, and uh, it did. It really, it didn't really get great reviews from just mm. people. You know, a lot of time, I know, I, I'm. I won't say I'm a Kevin Hart like fan, but if he when he ever he does like drops it, and I was like I watch because his past stand ups have been really really funny to me. Like seriously funny is one of my favorite stand ups. Like seriously funny is really good. Uh, laugh at laugh at my pain. He has one called I'm a grown little man. Those are some of my favorites. So anytime he does drop, I kind of like you know I'm interested to see. But right. his last few stand ups haven't really gotten great views from just you know the people like a lot of people are like yeah he's not funny anymore mm-hmm. like a lot of people are always like yeah he's reached a certain level where he's got too much money he's not funny <laughs> oh. but um um i i, I kind of got to this topic because you know like i said that was kind of the review of like yeah it's not funny and um there is a new uh social media platform it's called uh clubhouse and on clubhouse um it's it's like you get invited to these rooms and you have conversations with people, but you it's like an audio conversation. Like, you can hear them. And so, I guess there was a room, and the room was called, like, is Kevin Hart funny? <laughs> and apparently, Kevin Hart, he joined the room and joined the conversation and kind of started defending himself. And um, I don't know. It, it made me kind of just think, like, I wonder if there's ever like I wonder if there are people in his circle like in his crew that are willing to tell him like hey like like yeah that could have been a little bit better like uh you you could have you know like you could have written better material because to me my opinion 
I don't know if you watch Kevin Hart stand ups. I don't think you do. But Kevin, I feel like he's found a pocket and he's found a lane where he just talks about his wife and his family and his kids and he kinda just stays in that lane. Right. I think he's just found what's comfortable, but he doesn't really you know, waver from that. Because it worked for him. Yeah. You know, in the past it worked for him. Yeah, yeah, especially a lot of his past stuff. You know, we love to hear about his family and kids and you know, but I think as you know, he's kind of, you know, has he's going on about the years. It's just kind of like, all right, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, guess it's just time to evolve. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He hasn't really evolved from that, you know what I mean? So, but my thing was just like, just do the people around him ever say anything or do they just kind of just let it go? So it, it, Yes, man. Yeah, so it kind of just made me um, wonder of just, what made me think about like, you know, how important it is that, the people around us are like, who do we have in our lives that are, are willing to tell us the truth who are willing to tell us not necessarily always what we want to hear, but you know, what we need to hear. You know, I think that's super, super important. And I don't know, it just made me kind of get to that, you know, and I'm thankful that, you know, I've, I've had some of my friends like pull me to the side and be like, Hey, like, like you can be better in this area. Like you, you should stop doing that. Like you should stop doing that. And I'll kind of be like, I was kind of like, Huh? But sometimes you kind of need that reality check to kind of stop and, and, and you can really be like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's to me, that's part of real friendship mm-hmm. when someone can correct you in love. Yeah. You know, um, and not just be that yes man. Or right. that, that You know, mm-hmm. because of the Bible says, if you if you love me. If you love your children, you correct your children. And if you don't correct your children, you don't love your children. And I think God says that he corrects those that he loves. Mm-hmm. So I think correction and love go hand in hand. Right. And so if if, if you're if a true friend is going to pull you to the side and yank your chain when it needs to be yanked. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's true friendship. I, I'd rather have somebody to tell me the truth in love. And not just go along with me. Mm-hmm. That's that's not that's not friendship to me. So yeah, I think it's very important to have people who will be real with you, mm-hmm. and you know, tell you when your stuff stinks. Yeah, you know, because you need that. We we need that correction. Yeah, yo, I think it, like I said, it might not always be what we want to hear, exactly. but. A lot of times it's what, you know, what we need to hear. I think we need to have people in our lives that will help push us towards being the best version of ourselves mm-hmm. instead of, um, you know, pulling us back. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's all important. I know Pastor Trevor used to always say uh, who we surround ourselves with now is a direct correlation of who we are in the future. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we're surrounded, you know, by good people that people. And I think we got to be willing to do that for others, too. Like, yeah. we got to be willing to pull our people to the side and tell them, you know, it can't just be a, a one way street. It has to go, um, has to go both ways. That's true. That's true. I think that's all part of good, good friendship is being able to be truthful mm-hmm. with, with, uh, with your friends, with yeah. people, with those you love, you have to tell people the truth and, and it's part of growth. Mm-hmm. You want, if you really love somebody, you're not just going to let them run into a brick wall. Yeah. You know, so I think you and I and I think too. I then think another important part is probably just like receiving it, it well too. You know what I mean? Because some people could take it and 
get offended or you know be be upset and i think the do you think that the reception of it is like based on the delivery yeah or do you think it it's just all on the other person it's up to the other person to just receive it i think it's a little bit of both because you know I, i have a few people in my family that I often tell is not what you say is how you say it. Mm-hmm. And if you were to, to bring exactly what you just said, but in a in a different spirit, right. you know, in the right spirit, in the spirit of love, mm-hmm. it would be received better. You know, so I think it, a delivery has a lot to do with mm-hmm. it. Delivery and timing. Yeah. You know, timing has a lot to do with how a person receives something too, because you you gotta you gotta know when to say something and when not to say it. Sometimes we need to you know it's a time to speak and a time to refrain from speaking. Right. So we have to know you know when it's a good time. You know especially if it's something delicate, we have to know that the timing is right. You yeah, know? I know during my internship days that they would tell us um, if it was like a, a approaching a tough conversation or something that was kind of controversial. Uh, they would call it a love sandwich. And so they would say the way to address it or to go about it was, you know, to start off in a good way, maybe kind of complimentary of, you know, the person or whatever it is. And then you kind of, you know, get to the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and that way sometimes it's received better than just being like, hey, like, you need to be better at this. Exactly. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I remember, you know, my situation, one of my friends was just like, like you're a great job. You're doing a, you're a great leader, but this is an area you can improve in. Instead of me being like, and it probably, and because I think I was able to receive it well because it was delivered like that instead of, you just need to stop complaining. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that the delivery, have you ever found yourself in a situation where you've had to to uh, receive some true, some true words from some friends and, and how did that go for you? Um, I appreciate the truth. You know, sometimes your flesh can get a little offended. Mm-hmm. And so you have to just kind of, you know, tend to your wounds and then be a big girl about it and say, you know, hey, that's the truth. Or, you know, and like I always have always told you, shoot them meat and spit out the bones. Right. You know, and that has helped me a lot as far as uh, not being so easily offended. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay. What what about this? Even though you sometimes, you know, your flesh don't like. Uh, criticism, corrective criticism, or to be corrected sometimes. So I always say, okay, what about what about this? Do I need to take and really examine? And and what is it about this that I just need to spit out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so that's that's um that has that helps me a lot. Like like my little Christmas tree. Well, my big Christmas tree. I worked real hard on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was quite proud of my tree. Right. And uh, my little lovely niece. Uh, oh, okay. You don't have to say names. Said, um, Uh-oh. it looked Charlie Brownish. <laughs> oh, my mom's my mom's using this podcast to call people out. <laughs> um, no, but I'm just saying that you know that was one of those things where. I had to make the decision, even though I had worked hard and, you know, my feelings were a little hurt. You know, I had to look at the tree and, and, and 
I, it, it made me think, okay, what what can I do to make it look better? Right. You know, so so that's that was one of those moments. It it didn't feel good to my flesh because I had worked so hard at it, but um, but anyway, that's just one of those those uh, those moments where I had to chew the meat, spit out the bones, yeah, and make the adjustments to make it look better. You know. <laughs> wouldn't try to call nobody. Nah, I don't know. It seemed like you were trying to attack. <laughs> no, I think that's that's really important. Like you gotta it's just being aware of uh of you know of just what's you know worth it. Like I think realizing like like you said, the meat part is what all you need to take in, the bones it's not even worth gonna exactly. set about just throw that out, you know, put that in the trash. But the meat, take that, apply it, get better, the bones yeah. It's not even worth, you know, getting all your feelings or getting emotional about, you know, and I think you just got to just kind of have to realize that, you know. Yeah. Just a, I think just a, a certain level of awareness, um, I think, that comes with that as mm-hmm. well. And maturity. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too, because sometimes, you know, people can just get upset and, and it's just like, all right, like, that's, at some point, like, that's just on you. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> How you choose to take it is how you choose to take it, whether you deliver it well or not. Like, you know, some people are just going to react however they want to react. And then that's when you kind of just realize, hey, well, that's on them. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think I don't know why that that Kevin Hart thing kind of led me to there. Yeah. You know, well, it, it makes you think about who your your inner circle, mm-hmm. you know, is and and what it should consist of right you know when you think about friendship and qualities of a true friend and a real friend and then where some people go in your circle and some where some where some people should be and where some people shouldn't be right because sometimes we we mess up when we put people in the wrong place right mm-hmm and I think now, I, now you talking. I think you did a, a now you talking about it. A lesson on that. Um, I don't know if it was a Bible college or something where you did a paper about it about the the inner court, the outer court, and the holy of holies. Mm-hmm. And we have to know who's in our inner court, right? Who's in our outer court, and who's in our holy of yeah. holies? I know my boy Jamal. He used to always say, like, you know, friendships with, you know, just kind of like having a house. Like, some people are outside the house, some people are on the porch, some people are in the living room, some people uh-huh. in the kitchen, and then some people are in your room. Yeah. And you kind of have to figure out, okay, like, where, what room are certain are certain people in? Yep. And and because sometimes when we have them in the wrong place, that's when we end up getting our feelings because <laughs> we have expectations for people. Who should be in the balcony? Oh, yeah. You know, and the balcony people, they can't meet yeah. the, the needs and expectations that we put on them because they're in the wrong position. Mm-hmm. So we have to be really mindful of that because you know that saying that there's uh, people coming to your life for a reason, for a season, mm-hmm. something for a lifetime. That is so so true. Mm, right. I, I've come to realize how true that is. Because I've experienced it all, you know, I've had those friends, lifetime friends. Um, I've had those people who come into my life for a reason and a season, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's something because, you know, sometimes those people who come into your lives for a season, 
and, and they bring so much joy, they bring so much laughter, and then all of a sudden, the season's over, and they're gone, and right. nothing has happened, nothing, you know, mm -hmm. there's no love loss, you didn't fall out, the season just changed. Right, yeah. You know, and, and what I've come to understand is that if you try to force a season, if you try to prolong the season, right, that can cause... That can then that's when confusion and chaos and mm -hmm. that's when um problems arise. Right. When you try to prolong a season. Right. You gotta know when a season is over mm -hmm. and be willing to accept and let it go. Yeah. I think sometimes <laughs> sometimes for me, like I don't know if it's just cause I'm laid back or but but like sometimes if people leave, I'm just kinda like, okay. Like <laughs> like I don't know if it's like too soon, but it's just kinda like like, I don't know, like, I've seen it in my life where friends or people in my life that I thought were going to be lifetime friends just kind of just stopped, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's kind of like, oh, okay, but like you said, sometimes, you know, some, some certain people are in your life for a season, for, for a reason, for a season, and sometimes that season is up, and you got to realize, like, all right, hey, like, you know, yeah. the season is up, you know, like, you can't make someone be your friend you can't beg somebody to be in your life exactly exactly it's the old song it used to say if it don't fit don't force it just relax and let it go yeah. so and that's that's basically it that's when you do you know because I, I was thinking about abraham and lot uh -uh. you know lot was uh abraham's uh nephew and Abraham wanted to take Lot with him, and he tried. He did, but bringing Lot with him caused a bunch of confusion. Mm -hmm. So he had to let that go. He he had to part ways, but that that didn't mean that the love didn't remain. Right. And I think that's the thing with some of the people that have come come in and out of your life. Some it, it not all the time was it because of a falling out or mm -hmm. a disagreement. The season just changed, right. but the love still remains. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of people that uh, are in my life or who have come in and out of my life. We're not nearly as in, we don't communicate as ne nearly as much as we did in the past, but the love is still there. Right. You know, so, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. I, you know, I can accept, hey, that season has passed, right. but I, I know that the love is still there, you know, so. That that's a beauty, and then I also learned that they came into my life for a reason, and usually it's it's for growth. Mm -hmm. it, it's to help you grow, mm -hmm. and or or like you know I think about I think about you sometimes, like as far as Trevor and Jamal and and some different people that have come in your life into your life, the the time that Trevor was a part of your life, you grew a lot spiritually. Right. You know, and uh, Trevor was only there for, he was there for a short time, mm -hmm. but he had such a major impact on your life, you know, for that season, mm -hmm. you know, and the beauty in that is just like I was saying earlier, some of those, those people who come into our life for a season or a reason, the love is still there, right? you know, and you know that even though Trevor's gone on, right, the love is still there, mm -hmm. you know, but the, it, him being in your life for that season um, was for your growth, your spiritual growth. Yeah. You know, so that's that's a blessing. 
Hey, shout out to Pastor Trev, man. If you listen to this, shout out to my boy Trev. <laughs> Chicago's finest. Trev is like one of the few people that is like me. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. No one will ever pass him. <laughs> well, I have to agree with that myself. Do you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Glad. I will cut a friendship off if they don't think Michael Jordan's the oh, GOAT. Boy. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I will leave. Like, <laughs> I don't care if the season's over or not. It's ending right now. If you think somebody, you think somebody better than Michael Jordan. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Well, speaking of, you know, basketball and goats and all that, the Rockets made some moves last night, yeah, which is funny. Which is funny enough, I didn't realize it, but yesterday, in um, yesterday morning, in, in my in my boys' group chat, we were actually wondering. We were talking about like literally, we were saying. I wonder if we're going to trade Russ soon. Like, literally, we were talking about it yesterday morning, and then seven, eight hours later, Russ got traded. Yeah, <laughs> so if you Russ don't, if you don't know, Russell, the Houston, the Rockets, we traded Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall and a first round pick. Uh, I think next year. So uh, I was, I was pretty shocked because I know the Rockets, they had been kind of quiet after you know some of the signings we made, and this was kind of like the first big, big move. Um, that we've made so uh, I was at first I, I didn't really know how to feel about it because I was kind of like well they're kind of the same player but I think I think John Wall does a few things just a little bit better than Russ um, I think John Wall might be the better point guard than him I don't know if John Wall is a better player than Russ but he, I think position he might be better at that at, at the position but uh it's interesting man um yeah it is interesting i'm really really curious to see what's going to happen uh you know with the seam and going forward me too i what has harden been saying he's he's been he's been kind of quiet lately or is he saying anything he he hasn't really said much they um they the rockets reported they had well training camp has started um Mm. it's a little bit different because you know with covid and all that so they're kind of splitting it up and some of the players reported today. James didn't report there, but James was seen at UH working out, and he was doing group workouts. So, because some some news reporters were like, James Harden isn't even in Houston, but then there's there's video evidence of him working out at University of Houston. So he's in the city, and he's he's opening up a restaurant. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, how he's feeling. I know reports came out that said that. Um, He's wanted. He wanted to play with John Wall, so we got him here. So I don't know if he's gonna, you know, that's, you know, if he's happy about that. I, I don't think the Rockets are. It's it kind of reminds me of Kobe in 07 whenever he he was trying to demand a, a, a trade from the Lakers, and they were like, no, <laughs> like we're not trading. I think the Rockets are kind of doing the same thing. Like they don't, they don't really care what Harden's saying. I don't think they're going to get rid of him. So um, I hope not. I I really would like to see him have this year with the new coach yeah i think this one more this new year with the coach just one more shot yeah and then it's like all right if it don't work this year go go exactly. go somewhere exactly. and form a super team I, i'd like to see 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 him give him give him a try and then with the new players that they're bringing in mm-hmm. I, I, I think because if you want if you want me to be honest i think this might i don't know but the, the Chris Paul's first year team with the Rockets that was a really deep team, but I think this might be the deepest team that James has had since he's been a Rocket. 
if you look at, you know, you got John Wall, got DeMarcus Cousins now, got mm-hmm. Chris Wood, still got Eric Gordon, got PJ Tucker and, and some and some uh some good signings and we you know, we uh in the draft we were able to get some some young guys. So okay. this might be the deepest team, I think, since that Chris Paul first year. I think that was twenty seventeen team. But that was a real that was a team that went to the Western Conference Finals. That was the Chris Paul hamstring year. That team was a really, really deep team. Um, we kind of had two of everything that year. Mm. And so I think we can potentially kind of do the same thing this year. I just think the big key is just health. Because John Wall's coming off an Achilles injury. DeMarcus Cousins is coming off an Achilles injury, too. So I think if they can stay healthy um, and we can, um, you know, and, and have a have some a good offense. Because the coach that we have was kind of the orchestrator for the Mavericks offense last year. And they had the number one offense in the league. Mm. But offense really was never really our problem it was just i think just adjustments and defensive defensive issues where i think but john wall is a way better defender than russ too and i think james harden needs a point guard that can guard um in the system so i i think we're we're cooking up we i yeah. think i think we need to make just some a few more moves i would i wouldn't mind getting a, a backup like playmaking guard mm-hmm. um that you know that's what we need a playmaking guard Yes, I, I agree. I think we, we need that, especially, you know, now that we got John Wall in. Because yeah. now, you know, we got two good good ball handlers, but somebody, whenever they one of them is out the game, mm-hmm. somebody else that can, you know, kind of do the same things, I, I would, I would uh, you know, I would like to see us go get somebody like that. So Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess we just uh, got to see. We, uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't mention this, but last week Thanksgiving, the Texans won. We we won two in a row, big too. two in a row. So hey, I don't know. Yeah, we we might be. To show out. Yeah, we might we might be up to something now. I don't know. I I tweeted. I said the Texas might. I think we're gonna win out because it's like five games left. We're gonna win out. and We're gonna make the playoffs. But we lost. Oh, uh, yeah, they suspended our best oh, receiver. Man. Just when things are looking up, they start looking down. Yeah, yeah. That is that is Houston sports. Wow. That is Houston sports. So yeah. I guess we have to see how. Deshaun gonna have no choice, but he gonna have to throw to me, I guess. <laughs> Look, they, Deshaun gonna be doing it all again. Yeah, Deshaun been Rowing, doing running. Deshaun been doing it all since he put on the Texans uniform. That's true. Honestly, I think that just that just how big and important this off season is, uh, for the for the Rockets. Uh, I think it's just it's going to be just as, as big for the Texans because it's clear like okay we have a top quarterback in the league yeah. he can he seem it seems like he can do anything with anyone on the field but we need to get some talent around him exactly we need to get some because he really shouldn't have to work that yeah hard. like I'm sure he can carry it's obvious he can he can carry the team but mm-hmm. we don't need him to carry the team game in game out year in year out i think we need to get some real talent around him i think we need to get a uh, a new coach we need to get a fresh start i think that everybody that bill o'brien brought in they all gotta go i think we need a fresh start for deshaun get some good pieces around him and really see uh what he could do i know they said yesterday that deshaun said he wants the texans to re-sign will fuller and so i think it's like okay you're your star quarterback Says that like you go get that done. <laughs> like obviously they have a, a connection. They got a chemistry on the yeah. field. 
Yeah, they they did. You could see it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Even even Deshaun's first few years with Will Fuller was hurt just in a few games, like the small sample size. They were. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Didn't get hurt twice, uh, two seasons in a row. Uh yeah, it was a few years in a row, but small sample sizes of of and then well and then Deshaun's first year he got hurt. And Deshaun tore his ACL his rookie year. So, you know, they this was their kind of first really full season oh, together. That's right. And you had got tickets mm-hmm. for your daddy for yeah. his birthday. And uh and Deshaun got hurt in practice. Yep. And yep. so I think this year, you know, this was their first if I'm if I'm not wrong, their first full season and Will Fuller and Deshaun were having to numbers wise, they were having the yeah. best year of their career. Yeah. And they're both young players, so I, I, if you're the Texans, I think you 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 take Deshaun's advice, <laughs> and you sign Will Fuller as soon as free agency starts. Because obviously, yeah, and he and obviously Deshaun's the face of the franchise. He's a star quarterback. He has that kind of power. Like, yeah, you go get that done. <laughs> yeah. So we got to get some talent uh, around him. So I think this off season for the Texans is is uh, is going to be just as important. I think as the Rockets are because what has the Rockets off season has been so. Uh, I will be uh, interested to see, you know, the moves and things uh, that we make. Yeah. Me too. I can't wait to see how it all unfolds, especially with the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. is because Well, because the Rockets, the season starts in like two weeks. Does it really? Yeah, December 22nd, so. Oh. Yeah, it seems like the season just ended. And, yeah, and, and we're already <laughs> back, but, you know, I'm excited. I'm not. College basketball has started back, too. Yeah. So it's basketball all on the TV for how the next what like six months, seven months. So I I I will be perfectly fine, man. So I'm in sports heaven. But uh, yeah, man. Any 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 anything you want to give the listeners before uh, we get out of here? No, just want to say choose your friends wisely. Like I always used to tell Malik. Anybody who leads you away from God and the things of God, that's not a divine connection. Right. Because the people that are God has divinely brought into your life, they will lead you closer to Him, to your goals. They will correct you in love, mm-hmm. and they will support you and root you. So root for you. So choose your friends wisely. And yeah, that's now that you say that, that's good. I like the supporting and 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 rooting for you part i see a lot of people on twitter always saying like i don't care where i'm at in my life if my friends are achieving their goals and being successful like i'm cheering them on like exactly. I'm, I'm proud of them i'm happy for them i and i think that's that's something that i try to be intentional about if like whether whether you know i'm doing what i want to do i'm where i'm at in my life is if somebody i know is doing good like i'm going to celebrate like i'm going to I intentionally make sure that I'm happy for them. I, I don't know what the Bible says or just is like a quote, but it's just like celebrate others. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, the, the Bible says rejoice when others rejoice. Yeah. You know, weep when they weep. And then it also says what you, what you, uh, those who refresh others will also be refreshed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what you do for others will happen, will be done to you. Yeah. Do unto others you would have them do unto you. you yeah, know? yeah. You want people supporting you and cheering you on exactly. when you make it. So you gotta. You sow what you want to reap. Gotta do. Yeah, yeah. I know some people say, put it out in the universe, but <laughs> you know what we say is, you say you reap what you sow. So yeah. 
sow good seeds and uh, you'll you'll reap you'll reap the benefits of that. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, and that's good stuff. And I think too, like you know, you want. I think that's a a, a factor too. If like you know your friends aren't supportive of you, or you know they're you know a little bit lacking in that area, that's probably a red flag of like, yeah. all right, this isn't somebody I I want in my life, you know. Right. Yeah. Cause you you want you gotta be you gotta be mindful of who you have because you, you know haters. Uh oh. Can you can you can either let a, your hater be your stagnator or your motivator. Uh oh, she's she's rhyming now. Uh oh, about to about no, to start. No 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 no. <laughs> Mother all right all right. This is episode fourteen. <laughs> no. No, but no, but for real, it makes sense though. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you again for for joining us this week. It is late, so. Celebrity mom. If we're uh, if this one isn't as energetic as the other one, I'm sorry. We are both kind of tired. Yes. We've had long days. <laughs> and it's late. <laughs> and uh, I had a late night last night. I had to. It. I had about an hour and a half of technical difficulties trying to do this pod last night. So. <laughs> Um, and then had to work all day and got to work all day tomorrow in the morning. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Mom, you got any shout outs? Oh, shout out to, to the, my MVP. That's my husband. Oh, I was Your like, dad. I was like, who is that? <laughs> like James Harden? <laughs> my most valuable person. Uh, shout out to dad. Anybody else? <laughs> And shout out to my mom. She's hey. been a big support. Shout out to Granny, me man. With uh, this upcoming event. Yep. And so I want to shout out Mama, your granny. Oh, uh, don't, no, don't, don't talk <laughs> like that. Uh, see, I want to shout out, shout out to my boy, Manny. Manny. Um, Manny and Granny. Okay, no. <laughs> shout out to Manny on Thanksgiving uh, uh, somebody turn off her mic. Uh, Manny on Thanksgiving, he uh he handed out uh I want to say over a hundred or so turkeys. Oh wow! He to won? uh to families, yeah, and he so did? yeah, that, and uh, he's a uh, Manny is a uh, he hit me up and some people we know, and he wants to uh buy blankets and jackets and, and stuff for for people who can't afford it homeless people he actually he bought uh groceries for uh, a single mom the other day really yeah he, he's just been wanting to he he actually he came the last time we hung out he told me that he you know he just wanted to start helping people he and giving blessed. back and he's been doing it and he hasn't he hasn't posted about it he hasn't taking pictures or videos he's That's just he's just done it you yeah. know what i mean and he told me like he did it and it's been successful so i wanted to shout out shout out to manny and uh yeah that's beautiful yeah shout out to manny for uh for for, for being a, just a good person yeah. you know we need more people like that you know that's, that's true and that's uh beautiful. yep uh and i think that's it really i want to shout you out though <laughs> you want to shout me out <laughs> yes i want to just and thank you for all the encouragement this week that you've given me and all the love and the support. I appreciate you. Yeah, you are welcome, man. Well, thank you again for coming on a Good Exchange podcast. Um, My pleasure. Yes, sir. And uh, thank you guys. Like I say every week, thank you for 
for listening and sharing and giving advice and feedback. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to keep it going, man. And I'll see y'all. Uh, well, I won't see y'all, but <laughs> I will be back uh, next week with episode 15.